right, baby. All right, baby. Oh, we feeling the simmer. We feeling the simmer. We feeling the sizzle. I feel a little bit of garlic butter on this episode. I feel a little bit of Cajun I'm seasoning. Feeling, I'm feeling like I'm feeling like a uh, about 500 degrees. You feeling like uh, 500? What do you call that? Uh, like broil? Is that a broil? Oh, that's far past boiling point. I'm pretty sure, my friend. 500 degrees is that all... you've you've melted the pot. <laughs> well, no, you know when you like when you know when you throw uh, bread in, into like the oven or something and put it to like there's a certain setting which is like 450 or 500. Oh, broiling. I see. Yeah, that's saying. what I, I, thought say, I thought you said boil without the R. It was hard to tell. Oh no, dude! I took chemistry. Uh, you know, it's and and chemistry is a pretty. I, I know chemistry. It's pretty straightforward. It's just yeah. mixing liquids with other liquids, and it makes a gas, and that's kind of how Unlike shit works. You and I, it's straight. It's straight, and what? they're moving what? forward, yeah. and okay. it's gas, and we are not gas. And we love gas. No, because gas is money. Gas is good things. Gas is weed. Gas <laughs> is also gas. Gas is bars. <laughs> What else is gas, Ian? I don't know. Let me think. What else could be referred Ian, what's, to? Ian, what's been gas in your life? What has been gas in my life? What has been gas in my life? Sapporo beer has been gas in my life, if I'm being 100% honest with you. It is a, um, it's a, I want to say a Japanese beer, and uh, it's really good. And it's a beer, it's, it's interesting that there's this Asian store. Uh, where they sell Asian things and Asian foods, and it's mostly f- filled with Asian people. But I'll go there sometimes you like for Asians, right? Uh, you know, I'm not opposed to Asians, and I've never had anything against Asia as like positioning globally. I mean, maybe some mm-hmm. of their governmental ideas are a little bit, you know, uh, big oopsie, but a uh, little oopsies. Um, but I've gone to this place, and uh, they have this beer called Sapporo, which is really good. And if you go to, like, a regular store, it's one of the more expensive beers that, like, other than, like, an IPA, but are just regular beers. It's a bit more expensive than some of the bigger regular name brands. But then you go there, and it's a 24-pack for $23. So it's, like, less than a dollar a can. So I was like, well, we got... 98 cents. 98 cents to do quick maths on them. And, uh, and yeah, I, uh, I've, I'm, I'm enjoying that at the moment. So that's what I'm enjoying while we do this episode. What about you? What has been gas yeah. in your life, Robert? What has been gassing gas? you up? What gets you fired up to start your days nowadays? Not much. <laughs> hanging honest. on. Hanging on by a thread. <laughs> Dear I'm life not here. hanging on, but... I don't I don't get out of bed ready to take on the day. Okay, well what are I'm usually like, the first thoughts that are going through your head when you get out of bed? Fuck. Okay. That's a that's a, I love starting my day off with fuck. Fuck, dude. This is another one of those days. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. But it's not necessarily a bad fuck. It's no. just like ah. Fuck. <laughs> no, All it right. could be a good one. It could definitely be a good one. What is now? But it's definitely that's the question. Not a fuck yeah. What is okay? So it's so. What is a good fuck that isn't fuck yeah? Where you wake up and you're just like ah oh, fuck. But it's good. But it's good. Like what is that? I think it's just like ah fuck. It's another day. Here we go. Listen, and I but love this guy. Necessarily, guys. I'm not like I'm not worried about the day. But it's just like ah, all right. 
Like, let's it's it's rise just, and grind, brother. Yeah, yeah, it's just like another day that has to happen, and you might not feel one way or the other about it. It just has to happen. It's what it's what happens exactly. one day after the next. And if you, and if you came over here after being a listener of the May God Help Us podcast that I do with my father, that maybe you've heard, we don't quite <laughs> dissect these type of topics, such as what is a good fuck and a bad fuck in the morning. <laughs> But that's why you come to this podcast to hear about that kind of thing. But I'm glad I'm glad to hear that you are at a good place. I mean, I mean, it seems like a good place, or is it like a right down the middle kind of spot? Where where are you at? Where's the temperature um, gauge? No, the, no, no. This is it's a it's a time of growth. I'll say that. Mm. And it seems mm. you know I may have said this several times in my life. Hey, it's a time of growth, but yeah, isn't isn't every day a time of growth? Isn't every time a time of growth? Exactly. So no, it's not bad. It's uh, I'm going on. Today was thirty days straight of not masturbating. Uh, no days off. No, no, oh. no days off. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah, totally, totally, yeah. totally, totally. Same, same, same. same. No days off. <laughs> I think off. you and I are on no days we're, off. We're doing different things in life. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on. No, uh, I'm, I'm continuing no You're fat. You're on no February. fat, but I'm just like, and I don't take breaks. Yeah, you, you don't take breaks from. It's fat. essentially the same thing. No, no, no. It is. It is. It's. It's. Uh. It's a certain residential high that just is sustained throughout the day. Like I feel a constant it's buzz right. in my head and like all through my body that kind of starts in the testicular region and permeates everywhere else and that like vibrating sensation is what kind of keeps me going and that's like the fuck when i wake up in the morning is i got that thrown going through my veins exactly and I, and my fuck is like holy shit uh i'm i'm a month straight of no days off and mm. i i think i'm like beyond i'm not delirious I'm pretty. Yeah, like, I was gonna say, do you, are you starting to see like uh, hallucinations? Are more voices talking to you than regular? Like, what? What is? Gotta, what is thirty days? I, I gotta be honest with you. Because hold on, I would like to say I hope that people you cannot because you're literally thirty days, no days off of of going to a job and working, but you cannot eighty six hours a week. But do you think that there's definitely a way to go to a job five days a week, but then still be taking no days off? I mean, is that possible? I mean, I think so if you're doing something productive. But, you know, if you're like, it may be, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you could be like working on a side project mm. or mm-hmm. or maybe enjoying your family mm. if you ha- mm. happen to have one. Well, but I feel um, like that's a day off possibly unless it's like a lot of effort to enjoy your family. Like if you went and enjoyed your family, it might like that was a not a day off. No, no, I would. Yeah, that would be horrible. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> but you're literally no days off of going to job to work. How is that? What does that feel like? Uh, good. I actually really enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it, it, a little tough. I think around the second week mark, I was like. Holy shit! Like I woke up that Saturday morning. That was, was the first like, time you woke up and said "fuck." Oh, yeah, you're like, just like, "oh fuck." Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and then there was like that Saturday. I was I was like a little emotional. Mm. Uh, I was kind of just like walking through life like a zombie. But now, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. dude, there's an extra pep in my step. Really, really. So the pep is yeah, back. I'm the like, pep is back. Yeah, well, I feel even more motivated. I'm like, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to get home. We're going to do some work. 
then we're going to go to the gym. We're going to get seven hours of sleep. We're going to, you know, we're eating properly. Like I'm, I'm ready to rip. This is like, it's like every dude that's gone through the AA process. Yeah, I, like, I'm right, basically gone 30 days AA. sober. Let's yeah. keep it going. I'm just, I'm going to keep making this through. Let's get home and be productive. I'm not going to jerk off this time. I'm going to go like <laughs> fold my laundry. But that's, I mean, so yeah. it's kind of like, it's kind of like when you hit that period of the night Runners. where you're starting to get really tired. And then if you just have to stay up a few more hours and then you get that second wind where you're just like, ooh, I'm reignited. I'm not, I'm all the tired and exhaustion has left my body. I've got ideas flowing. I want to do some stuff. Is that kind of what you had to go through you to break through that first little downtime? Yeah. And I also started sleeping less, which actually has helped. Mm, That's Uh, what the doctor said. Hear me out. (laughs) No, no. Well, because I was for quite a while. Uh, or at least for a few months, I was getting eight hours of sleep every night. I was like, no matter what, we're getting eight hours of sleep. Uh, and I felt fine. But I'm like, I don't... And then I started study, studying sleep cycles, and I'm like, I like this is too much. Like This is too much sleep for me. So I started going to like... <laughs> okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I started studying sleep cycles and was just like, nah, this is too much for me. I can't, I can't do this many hours. So what about sleep cycles told you that eight hours wasn't ideal for you? That you were just overdoing well, it a little bit? Uh, depending on what time you go to bed and like where you're at with that, how many cycles you're in. Because you yeah. typically get like... Four to six is is healthy. A sleep cycles each. So what night. is a sleep cycle? So, How long does that usually last? Nine ninety minutes. A ninety minute. And so what does it, it mean when you're like, in a sleep cycle? So it's basically like your body's repairing itself. It's like okay. how many times will your body like rest, recover, you know, mm. do all that work? Um, and I was like, and then it's really important to make sure you wake up right as that sleep cycle is ending. So you like to wake up in the middle, then it, it's like your body's like, oh, what the fuck? Oh, right? I see. So if you do want to time out your wake up, well, how do you know then to wake up for like that you're not going to cut it off? I did, I did the math. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's just like I got to end perfectly at 180 minutes is like, or or more than that. That's only two hours, but yeah. <laughs> I'm running off of two hours of sleep. I felt great. No, I was actually sleeping on my bike on the way over. But I started so, doing that, sleeping a little less. So what and, is your time now yeah. that you're putting down each night? Uh, um, About seven hours and 15 minutes or seven hours and 10 minutes. <clears throat> okay, 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 okay. So hold on. And that's so, like, that's a sweet spot. Now, where does that put you? Give me that nighttime routine. What are you doing right before you're going to bed? What is the time that you're going to bed? And how do you guarantee you fall asleep at the right time so that you get up at the right time? I, uh, I've i never... I, I fall asleep within like three minutes. Really? Yeah, I, I fall asleep immediately. That's something, huh? Well, it's always been that way. I've never had a like. I've never had an issue falling asleep. Interesting, interesting. It usually takes me, but a- average is about an hour. It takes me about an hour to fall asleep. Damn, that's most nights. 
Sometimes it'll take me mm. more, but that's just like if I overstimulate my brain. If I I, can, I don't go on my phone, but sometimes I'll get into like a really good conversation about some like ideas of what projects we're gonna work on or something, and then I'm like I just can't I can't turn it off. But if I'm if I'm in a good routine, it'll usually take me about forty five to an hour to fall asleep. Hmm. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, it's not fun. I get it from my dad. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. You guys con- contemplate a lot. <laughs> we be thinking sometimes. <laughs> Me? I don't think at I'd all. I be I be mulling shit over. <laughs> I think I think uh I think what helps me is I'm so like uh not autistic obviously because I'm socially normal. Yeah, definitely um, not that. Definitely not that. <laughs> definitely could not be you. But <laughs> no, but like it I'm like I get to the point where I'm like, okay, this is like when I when my bedtime is, and so my like brain will automatically just shut off, and I'll just mm. go into bed and I'll pass out. I'm sure 30 days no days off helps with the <laughs> shutting the brain off when it's time to oh, finally go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. 86 yeah, hours a week hours or whatever. A day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That would yeah, put yeah, you yeah. away. <laughs> that would. Uh, yeah. Most people and aren't then, expanding and then going all their to energy. The gym and stuff like that. Yeah. You're like ah. That's something that feels well, so it, good is to like get up uh, getting up earlier than you have to get up um g- hitting a run hit, like working out in the day after also hitting a full day of work and everything like that and then when you get home and get in bed it's you're actually just exhausted oh, from the day because there's so many Wait, times where so- i there's periods of my life where i was not doing anything i was barely doing the bare minimum to get by and you would lay in bed and it's like well i haven't done shit today I, I'm, yeah, not, I'm not tired. I haven't expended, and I haven't expended any energy. I've got it all pent up still. Then you have to jerk off four times before you can even fall asleep. Then, dude, I touch my dick and I fall asleep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even make it halfway to my dick and I'm out. Your draw time is too slow. <laughs> you can't, you can't get from the belly button to the it's like the peen. It's like half hard. <laughs> I just, you just uh, nope, <laughs> not off. <laughs> Wait, so then, so then, when when is your if you can't if you don't have enough time from when your pillow hits the when your head hits the pillow to when you fall asleep to to fit in a crank, you know? So when you do, you know, commit sin. And you touch your 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 phallus. Uh, uh-huh. What is that? A morning time kind of thing? Is it a middle of the day kind no, of thing? No, it's about. It's like four thirty in the afternoon. Four thirty in the afternoon, and you're still at work, aren't you? <laughs> uh, for legal purposes, I'm not going to answer that. No, I mean, yeah, 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 no, no, definitely, 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 no, 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 that's sick. I mean, who would do that? I'm not crazy. Louis CK, but uh, it's uh, it's nice because I've been hitting the gym at like nine o'clock at night. Oh, really? Or eight or eight forty five. So eight forty five, I get and then I do about an hour, get home, and then I take a I like rinse off, and um, then yeah, I'm in bed like five minutes before ten. 8.45, hour rinse off, 5 minutes before 10. Wow, that's a really packed out little pocket of time right there. You're hitting the gym, you're in the shower, you're right in bed. I don't, as they say, I don't F around. You don't dilly-dally. I like that you, I'd like that you guy. said that you censored yourself for this F, but the other <laughs> Fs, we were cool with that one. We were all all right with that one. Well, I mean, this, that, this F was kind of, you know, that's just like, 
if wager. It, it was a little flippant. It was a little flippant. You know, you yeah, don't want to say, but, you don't want to be too fast and loose a, with it. The other Fs were, you know, it's it's a state of mind, really. Yeah, they were just scripted. It's not a swear they were a state of mind. Yeah, it wasn't a swear. It was a, it was a being, a state of being. <laughs> exactly. An essence that I give off. Well, I mean, I've I've been told. How's the gym going? Like you really give off fuck. Fuck energy. <laughs> <laughs> Big F energy. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's beautiful. How's uh how's the rest of life? How's how dude, it's it, it was almost ninety yesterday here. Dude, that is the sun is out here too. It went from like forty five to ninety in two days. Is it supposed to stay that way or or what are we looking at? Uh, let me check the weather. Hmm. Yeah, we just got, it's been sunny on and off. It's usually a lot of the days start cloudy and then by noon it's sunny for the rest of the day. And we have mostly stayed at like high 60s, low 70s, but we did hit like 80 something, 87 or something like that the other day. And that felt, that felt good. I was like, damn, it's about time to get back in the, get back to the beach. Um, so yesterday was 87, today was 82, and by Friday it's going to be 48 and raining. Love it. 48 and raining. Damn, bro, that's got to be that's got to be just swell. I mean, I'm going to be here for the rain it's then. It's just Oh, really? Now I'm coming through Wednesday through Monday. Well, hopefully so. you bless the rains. Right? Hopefully I bless the rains. Down in Africa. Anyway, I uh yeah I've been uh I'm looking forward to the heat uh, I'm looking I don't know if I'm looking forward to it part of me is looking forward to running in the heat and part of me is not oh I that's I love running in the cold yeah it's much nicer when it's cool and breezy outside and it's just like because you just you don't get all sweaty and stuff which is a, a which is kind of nice you don't come home you're just sticky and uh yeah. But I'm not really looking forward to uh, having to run in like 90 degree weather or 100 degree weather. But at the same time, at least I'm running down to the beach so I can just go jump in the ocean if I really wanted to, I guess. Slight flex, but that's cool. I mean, listen, listen, guys. I'm living the high life rapper podcast LA scene. You know how it goes. I'm on Theo Vaughn's podcast next week. Catch me in the freaking new The King of the Sting or whatever the fuck. Sting in the King. No, he's not on there anymore. No, he's not, is he? No, he just does. I haven't seen anything from that podcast since he left. Yeah, it's. Uh, is it just Brian Callen? Uh, and Chris D'Elia. Brian Callen and Chris D'Elia. Well, quite a duo. Yeah. Um, how's work and stuff been for you? Now the it's now that you're doing now that you're doing thirty straight days, no days off. How has the aspect of actually working the jobs been? Dude, I've I'm more more successful than ever. Really? Really? That's always good yeah. to hear. That's always good to hear. Yeah. It's cuz I didn't think I would be. I'm like, dude, I'm going to like I don't know what's going to happen to me. But I'm turns out I'm running better than ever. Now you've just taken so, over the company? Yeah. Well, They've just made you <laughs> CFO. And uh, they've actually put you as vice president, too, on the board of directors. <laughs> no, it's it's been good. I've been uh, I've been uh, getting contracts signed. And, dude, I, so I've been 
I've been really working on my negotiation skills. Yeah. I was I was surprisingly good. I was like, okay, like I was decent at this before, but now now I know the whole thing, like the back of my hand and I just make shit up. Uh I love to I dude, I love bullshitting. Yeah. It's so fun. I love being fake. I love I love when the the person you're negotiating with is being fake and you just push it to its limits. It's amazing. When they're being fake? Yeah, when you, they're being fake, so you're like, okay, I'm going to be fake. Let's see how far we can like push this fakeness. Now define fake, things. like fake politeness, fake interest in what you're yeah, saying, just fake like what? A, bit, a lot of business talk, you know, like yeah, professionalism. Like when you're like talking, but you're also still representing the company, you know, so you can't actually talk. Yeah. You have to be the face of, of the brand or whatever. You have to exactly. be a brand ambassador. I love pushing that. It's it like it make it really humors me. I could imagine if you had any good uh, interactions with people because of it. Oh, great interactions! This one guy uh, got into my face, and he's like, "I'm not signing," just out of nowhere. Wait, so you just and came up like, just to ask, and you didn't you didn't press him? It was just, "Hey, we got contract re up," no. and then that was uh, it. Well, cause, so I had I had left the contract forum to look over the week prior, and then he was there and. And I never met the guy, but um, I left it so he could look at it. And I'm like, oh, I introduced myself. And I was like, hey, have you had an opportunity to look it over? And he's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not fucking signing it. And I was like, I was like, oh, okay, man. And he was like really close in my face. Yeah. Um, I was like, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, well, are you willing to have a conversation about it? And he's like, his whole demeanor changed. He's like, uh, yeah, I'll have a conversation. I was like, okay, well, hey. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> and then, so we ended up talking about it, and and then like five minutes later, he's like, "Well, I need to talk to my, talk to my manager, but I'll sign." And I was like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> so he's like, and, and he and then uh, he's like, "Oh, my my manager's not getting, or I can't get a hold of him, so I'll sign like next week." I was like, "All right, well, hey, I I appreciate you know you and I talking about this, and you." You know, you being reasonable, and he's like, "Oh yeah, absolutely." You know, thanks for, thanks for everything you do. And I'm like, oh, "Okay." And so I get to my truck, and he runs out. And he goes, "I'm signing it. I'm signing it." Okay, and and I was like, <laughs> "I'm gonna sign uh, it now." Okay, <laughs> yeah. And then so we go back inside, and he's like, "What's the term?" And I told him the term. He's like, "I'm not signing that for that long." I was like, "Okay." He goes, "The, the, max I'll sign is for 24 months." And I was like, oh, okay. Hey, I was like, that's no problem. I was like, I was like, I know I shouldn't be asking this. Would you do me a favor though? And he's like, oh, what's that? I go, so I was like, because of how, you know, our system works, it would really help me out if we did 26. And he goes, yeah, dude, let's do 26. I, I would love to help you. <laughs> and I was like, well, okay, <laughs> cool. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. It was, it was such a weird interaction, but it was great. I was like, I felt, it's, it's I felt a wholesome, great about That's it. a wholesome moment right there. Yeah. Did you say that you had another story that just happened to you that you wanted to you wanted to to address with me here on the on the podcast? Yes, please. Because yes. if so, well, let's I, I let's got... hop into that. Uh, I, so earlier this week, I got approached by a couple. Okay. Um, <laughs> inquiring if I would like to join <laughs> in with them. <laughs> no, like 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 for a one night or for like a for a permanent like indefinite amount of residency 
Can I be honest? I didn't get that far. <laughs> you didn't really. You didn't let it play out. If you're gonna bullshit no, some people, I, I mean, at least bullshit some people like that. See uh, where it's well, going. Well, here, here's the uncomfortable thing. Ooh, it was your mother. They... <laughs> oh, I would have said yes in a heartbeat, dude. <laughs> yes, hundred uh, percent, bro. Whatever you need. Uh, I work with these people. Ooh. Wait. Okay. So yeah. hold on. Oh boy. Oh boy, that's such a. How do they? How yeah. do? Okay, so I've never been asked that question, and even more importantly, I've never asked anybody that question. Well, good and good. So I don't know exactly how you go about. What are like the manners and the proper way to go about asking someone something like that? And uh, so, how did they do it? Well, so it started off the the wife got my number somehow i don't know how mm, mm, and mm-hmm. she reached out to me okay and just to, just to like a starter conversation and i is and this I did a text is this a text um no it was a it was a gif a gif a whoa GIF. whoa whoa what yeah Okay, I don't know the etiquette around asking people for a threesome and or polyamorous relationship. Uh, but you're going to like the think, gift then. I don't think you lead with a gif. I just feel like that that's just, that's so impersonal. You're about to ask such a personal thing out of this, out of this human being. It's not like you're no. asking him, hey, can you clock me into work tomorrow? You know? You're saying, "Hey, can you join me in the room in the in the in the intimate circle that is me and my relationship?" Okay, so it leads with a gif, and you didn't respond. Uh, I'm gonna send you the gif. Okay, please. I need to see this. This is because I gotta see now what kind of gif do you use when you're trying to? Because I don't know. So maybe this is the way to go about it. Maybe this is like what most. This could be standard in the world of of swinging and polyamory. Um, I don't, I don't know about, I mean, I feel like you would know more than me. Clearly you're having invitations. So, so this, I, I, I talked to this lady and she said, I remind her, uh, I, I remind her of Patrick Bateman. And I was like, uh, okay. Oh, okay. Like, Thanks. So it's the and it's so the gif of Patrick Bateman looking at himself in the mirror and kind of like doing the little point as he's humping away yeah. from American Psycho. Yeah. Uh, that's the first thing she sends. First thing she sent. So you so you, not even a hey this is blah blah blah. You don't know who this person is. You don't know that it's their number, but they hit you with just a gif of Patrick Bateman, maybe to. But do they think that that joke is that unique of a joke that like you're gonna be like, oh, I know exactly who it is? Did you know who it was when you got the gift? Oh, uh, yes, because I had the conversation with her that morning. That morning, ah, okay. Yeah, because she because she was asking. She's like, "What do you like to listen to when you ride your bike?" And what did and you say? Like, well, it just I said it just depends. I said when I'm like you know really uh, uh, doing irresponsible things at high speed. I was like, I love to listen to opera. Wow. Wow. Yeah, which hey, wow. maybe I played myself. No, I mean, I mean you showed your hand, you know what I mean? Like it's kind of like, all right, maybe he would well, be the guy I didn't to ask think for. I was 
I mean, if you told me that, that's that seems like the kind of guy to ask to to join the bedroom with me and my husband. Like he will probably say yes. He listens to opera when he's flying at high speeds on a motorcycle. Why do you pick opera? Because it's so relaxing. Interesting. I feel so. I feel like sleepy. Okay. Okay. So when you're flying at high speeds behind the wheel of a motorcycle, the ideal feeling is like you're about to fall asleep. Yeah. That is only somewhat concerning for only a many ways, you know? So like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, but hey, that's you. So you tell her that and she says that that makes her think that you're Patrick Bateman. Yeah. She's like, oh, so she goes, ooh, some American psycho shit. And I was like, uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, I mean, not really at all. But yeah, I, mean, I was sure. just like, not really, but sure. I was like, oh, okay. And it's not like she asked, what music do you play when you're committing a hit and run? <laughs> yeah, or a hate crime. <laughs> well, what do you bump in your headphones when you're about to go fight Antifa? Mm, I'll tell you, it's very operatic. All right, well, but, then, uh, then where does yeah. it, how does it build? How on earth does it build from there? So I, I didn't respond. I was just like, oh, I, like I know who I know who this is, and I'm not I'm not gonna text a married woman wow. anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we were waiting for it. We were waiting for it here. Yeah, yeah long time yeah. listeners yeah. of the podcast were waiting for that last little <laughs> remark. They're like, yeah, sure about that. Anyway, I've learned my lessons. All right, and so I was like, nope, not even entertaining this. I immediately deleted the text. Don't have the number on my phone. Like cool, we're done. And then later, because I wasn't like, is she like just trying to like uh, get at me just herself? Yeah, because it's like That's it's like not like thought. that. That message from a woman is obvious that I'm just I just want to talk to you. I don't have anything to say. I don't have anything to tell you. I just want to start engaging in a conversation to see where it may go. Yeah, well, we know where it'll go, but yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. Or, but, um, and so I'm just like, oh, maybe she's just a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right. Um, and then I'm talking, uh, I'm at work, and then her husband's there, and I start talking to him. And, and then he brings up the fact that <laughs> he's like, Hey, so uh, I was talking to my wife, and uh, he basically was just like, "Yeah, we, you know, we like you, and we want to see if you want to join us in the bedroom." (laughs) I was like, "What? What? Whoa! Yeah! Whoa! Whoa! Hold on! Yeah! All right! Wow!" Wow, that's really weird because there's so many levels of why that's weird. And I don't even know where to start. But, like, I guess if you're going to approach a threesome is what it sounds like. The fact that the first person to actually say the words, hey, you want to join us in the bedroom, was the husband is super strange and off-putting. Like and I, I got a, I got a, a good sense of cuckoldry 
Oh yeah. Oh, oh, hundred percent. No, no, because you don't ask, you don't ask as the dude, you don't go up and ask, Hey, do you, well, first of all, you don't have a threesome with another guy that you don't really know like that with your wife. It's one thing if it's you and a buddy and it's, and it's someone that y'all just met or something like that. Like I can understand, I can wrap my head around that obviously not on the Christian Minecraft server, but I can get that. I could get that. Not on the other podcast. Not on the other podcast. Not on May God Help Us. I don't get that. But right now, I get it. But like, but God really needs to help us right now. <laughs> no, no, He really needs to help these people. Apparently, uh, but like, so obviously, if you're a married couple and and you're going to invite a guy into the room, it is a it, it's the first thing is that this is some cuck kind of shit where it's just he wants yeah. to see his wife engage in affairs with yeah. another man Plowed. that's younger and better looking and probably in better shape like what does this guy's shape. build look like oh, what this is- guy th- oh, okay are you ready for this please this guy is this guy's first of all he looks like a blonde version of um what's the you know those crescent rolls <laughs> the pills very doughboy <laughs> yeah he looks like a blonde Pillsbury Doughboy, who's balding. Like the mi- oh, see, I was gonna say it had to be balding. It had to be balding. Yeah, and he's very effeminate, very effeminate. Mm-hmm. And I was confused when I first met them because I was like, "How old? How old is he?" Old. Uh, they've got to be like thirty. Thirty. Oh, damn. All right. That's that's yeah. Balding at thirty, which kind of sucks. Keeps is out there though, you know. So. I don't know what you're doing. He kind of looks like a pedophile a little bit. Mm, Okay. Very, you know, thick. But can I I say that like a third of the people that are on this planet kind of look like a pedophile? (laughs) It's very true. Like not half, not most of them, but like a third of them do kind of look like a pedophile. I think that's fair. So, So the dude comes up, so you obviously know that's what it is, which is just... Even as the guy, even if he's the most eager one to see this take place, right? Because mm-hmm. you know your boy's strapping. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And he knows. He knows you're packing. He knows that you've yeah. got it on. You've got the piece on you. She knows you got the piece on you. You listen to opera when you're doing scary, dangerous criminal activity on your on your motorcycle. Obviously a sociopath. Obviously can, a sociopath. He can, he can fuck. And and the reason why you're a sociopath is you have you lose so much blood to your brain because it has to go to your girthy large phallus below. So he Indeed, knows I've that. I've never heard that theory, but I like it. But I, you know what the, the question is, is: Do sociopaths t- typically have bigger penises? That's really what we need to know. We need to get some kind of man on the street survey about that. Hmm. But yeah. So. But if you're trying to, you're a salesman, Robert, you know that you need to entice the customer and let them know what is in it for them. They're not going to just do things out of the kindness of their own heart and charity. So if you're a salesman, which what what job is this guy? What does he do? Can I ask that? Uh, Same as mine. Same as yours. So he is a salesman. That yeah. automatically shows me that this guy is not one of the top players in the game he, when it comes to making he, sales. Clearly, this guy not, is no, no, no there's no the way. There's no way because if you're even half your worth, your weight in in gold in sales, 
if you're even sort of good at your job, you know that you let the wife lay all the foundation. She should be the one to ask, hey, I we're looking for someone to join us. Would you be interested to entice the young man to join in? But you don't send the balding Pillsbury Doughboy in the front lines yeah. to go, hey, do you want to join me and my wife later this evening at some point? My waifu. That feels, yeah, I mean, the, uh, the oh, boy. Uh, why did he think that that was going to go over well and not and to not send the wife? And why didn't she just hit you up and say, yo, this is what's good? I, I don't know because I didn't re- – I guess because I didn't respond. You didn't play along. She wanted to see if you were interested in her, if you were willing to. I think she thought I would. Mm -hmm. Because she, let me tell you, she, I was, I was a little tempted. I'm not going to lie. I was a little tempted. I know that. (laughs) We all, you know. She was, dude, she, she's, she's bad. She's bad. bad. She's got, dude, she's got incredible hips. Incredible hips. Badass. Bad. I need to stop thinking about this. Um, (laughs) Oh. Not in my make God help us podcast. Nope. Nope. <laughs> but uh yeah, I was like, okay. Damn, that is such an interesting and so what did you say to him? Just no. I was just like what? <laughs> no. What was I that actually, thought I going played... through your head? How much shock did you just get hit with when he asked you that well, question? First of all, as as a top tier salesman. I did not react. I played it very cool. <laughs> very like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. But because uh, you, you don't want to shoot it down if there is a good proposition to be made. You know what I mean? Like, what if there is something worth I, it in this for you? you know, I, well, I was willing to hear him out. I was like, okay. <laughs> exactly. Well, You're willing to mull it over. Yeah, but Let's, okay, listen, in my brain, I'm not going to re-sign this contract. Like I just got hit by a semi. It, I mean, I could only imagine. Some, it was like some dude. Have you ever, have you ever, uh, watched? <laughs> oh boy, have you ever, as a small child, have you ever witnessed? You know, your father violently beating your mother. It's kind of like that. You're oh. just like, what's going on? It's like walking in on <laughs> that, and you know, you what? know, you're like, oh, you don't and know he just what looks it is. At you and points at you, and and you're just like, oh, okay. So kind of like Jason Bateman. Yeah. Exactly. So it's it's you don't know what it is. You just know that what you've just witnessed isn't right, and it shouldn't be happening. Yes. Like I'm not quite sure what I've just walked into and what has just happened to me, but I don't think that this is how my day was supposed to go. Pretty sure I wasn't supposed to see my dad lay hands on my mom, or I wasn't <laughs> supposed to act to cuck this guy that works with me. And now, do yeah. you know this guy, like, in any capacity? Like, have you had many conversations nope. with him? No, okay. That's had, the best. I've had two conversations with him. That's the best. That's what makes it so perfect. That's exactly who should yeah. ask you this kind of question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've definitely talked to his wife more than him. I mean, that makes sense. Um, but, yeah. And then I saw her the next day, and she, like, gave me like a very like interesting like wave and smile Mm. i was just like oh she's not like it was the type of like look and wave that like i'm not done with you very predatory is what this all sounds this all sounds very predatory it sounds very um like 
Yeah, I can tell she's very manipulative. Definitely violated many HR. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, dude, you couldn't save this for like after work or something? Damn, to ask you on the job. Dude, it was in the middle of the break room. I was like, <laughs> hey, yo, there's people around. That is so wild. That is so wild. To just feel comfortable. I mean, how many awkward conversations do you think that dude has had with another dude where he said, hey, do you? would you be interested in kind of running through my wife for me? I, I, don't, I don't know. So many blank. But, the amount of blank stares he's gotten back. From dude just being like, what did this short? Well, he goes, he's like, he's like, you know, this isn't. He goes, I. He's like, this is like kind of, this is special. He's like, we don't do this a lot. And I was like, first of all, I don't believe you. <laughs> um, I was like, if you're just so comfortable asking me, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't think this is a like every once in a while. I don't think this is a treat. Yeah, this isn't like the anniversary rolled around. So now y'all gotta gotta go ham on each other. Yeah, at least I hope not. If it was, I have even more questions. Speaking of speaking of that, I was uh, perusing this subreddit like a couple weeks ago uh, that was called um, Christian Dating Advice. Mm. And uh, I thought that uh, I found a few that I was very interested in hearing your take on. One of them is, one of them is a bit long, but I'm still going to attempt to read it because it's good. But the first one is... Uh, Question, is over-complimenting from a man a red flag? Or is over-complimenting from anyone particularly a red flag? Uh, the little thing that they said was, a guy compliments me constantly. He's always pointing out everything he likes about me, my beauty, and it seems to pay attention to every detail about me uh, and everything I say, and I feel very seen. However, the flattery is constant all the time, and the flattery is about 85% of the conversation. Thoughts on this? Is this Holy a red flag? Holy shit. 85 percent of the conversation that, it, that is a psycho <laughs> that's a lot that's a lot i mean that's oof that's heavy like it, i don't know about you but i am uh i i run the compliments lean you you lean lean i mean i, when I, it I like i I run it lean. You're not getting a ton of. You're getting very specific. You're getting very thoughtful compliments yes. from me. Yeah, but you're not yeah, getting yeah. a lot. Yeah, it's not gonna be. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna pepper it lightly, very sparsely in the in the uh, in throughout the conversations. Uh, you're probably not gonna get more than one, two, maybe in a conversation. Um, but it's gonna be it's gonna be specific. So to go 85 though, that's so unbelievable. That's you're not even talking. That, that if it's uh, eighty five, have you heard of? Oh no, no, go, go, go. Love, love bombing. Uh, I mean, I've heard the phrase. I don't really know what it means. It's like, uh, and I'm sure I'm gonna butcher it, but it's like, yeah, it's a form of like manipulation and and like, it's, um, it's like what what like sociopaths and, and narcissists do. They like lo love bomb the shit out of you. They buy you nice things, and obviously, like. Not a, it can be misconstrued pretty easily. Maybe someone, just, yeah. Maybe he's really into you, and he just is like does not have boundaries. Well, that's probably what this dude know. is. Um, but yeah, that's also a thing. I mean, if it's eighty-five percent of the conversation, like that means you're not actually having a conversation. It's just him we talking at you about how good you look. 
Yeah, that's really weird. Uh, this next one's a little long, and we'll take our time with it. Uh, but it's really, it's really worth it, in my opinion. And the the, the question headline is. Is it worth to wait for a person to be ready for the dating scene? Here's the story. She told oh me that boy. she Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh it's one of those it's one of those ones. I'm already sad. It's sad and it's it's just going to continue to get worse. She told me that she was not ready to date yet. In parentheses, she is being genuine told me not to wait for her look for other potential girls we agreed to remain friends brothers and sisters in christ but <laughs> but <laughs> yeah obviously with boundaries so not friends with benefits but brothers and sisters with christ more emphasis on the with in christ part than than actually being friends uh, we agreed to protect ourselves and guard our hearts first. Uh, I am not sure, to be honest, if she is interested, but she knows that I like her. But yeah, praying about the direction and clarity on this one. Any advice? Okay, so that's the first. That's the first. First of this chain. What do you? What do you think on that one? Oh, brother. <laughs> Oh, man, I want to remain sorry, brothers dude. and sisters in I'm Christ. Sorry. <laughs> dude, this is gonna hurt, but you're get, you're getting played. She's she's nah, fucking she's just, someone she, else. She's just gonna date somebody else, like in a couple weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in a couple weeks, she has her eyes set on someone else that isn't you, and it's never gonna be you. And she wants to remain brothers and sisters in Christ, but that is it. If she refers to you as a yeah. brother. We are brothers and sisters. That is not. She's not calling the boy that she's actually potentially interested in her brother in Christ. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, there's a a healthy level of infatuation when you're dating someone. Oh, yeah. A healthy level. That has to be there. And and you definitely don't want to, like, take time away. Like, that's not a thing. What do you mean? I hate when people, like, we're like, oh, well, let's take a break for a while. I don't know. At least I don't. I don't really uh, agree with that. But in what in what I, sense? I don't anyway, know what you're talking about. Uh, it just like the when when a girl gives a guy like this the typical answer of well let's let's be friends for a while. I'm not ready yet. It's oh it's, yeah, it's a lie. No, 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 it's just, it's just, and it's fine. Like, if you're a girl and you're just like, yeah, I'm just not really interested in anybody at the moment. I don't really want to have a relationship with anyone. It's the guy's job at that point to be like, okay, she's just not into me at all. And I'm going to be, you know, cordial with her, but she is not at all on my radar and this is not going to go anywhere. Like, that is what she's telling you and you should, and you should kind of pick that up from the get go. And uh, he got an answer, and the first answer that I saw was, uh, she's not into you and is trying to let you down gently. And then he responds, okay, I just want to let this out. He also doesn't know how to type very well. It's very grammatically incorrect, or grammatically incorrect. Mm-hmm. I just want to let this out. Um, if I'm being honest, in my conversation with her, she did not explicitly say she rejected me. She just say... <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she. Oh man! <laughs> this is. She just said that she is a coward on this dating thing. 
She thought this year. She, <laughs> she thought that this year she would be ready to date, but later realized that she is still scared about it and not ready to date. Like she needs to sort herself out first and her issues. She also admitted to me that day that she's immature. Then she told Did me. Did I write this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I've heard this before. I like, I like that she's a coward when it comes to this dating thing. Oh, that's oh, that's hilarious. I mean, it's, he's, Listen, he, this guy's heartbroken. If you have to say, it's funny. If you have to say she did not explicitly reject me, then she rejected yeah. you. <laughs> like that is yeah, the most clear sure cut way of knowing that she is not into you. Then she told me, "I do not want to give you hope or lead you on," and told me to not wait. Uh, that, well, that I was should. Nice. Yeah. Right. I, and then I, I like that. I like that. I, that's a, a good response on her part. Good response. Just be like, don't wait. Don't wait around. I don't want to. I don't want to kind of lead you on that there may be a chance. This just ain't gonna happen. Uh, then she said. Then later during the convo, she said she was really happy if I find somebody, and she told me, um, she really will be. Uh, his his writing is is pretty bad. I don't understand how you str- how you, to 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 post something on the internet like this a big typed out paragraph thing and to not like reread it through once to make sure you didn't just fuck half the shit up is unbelievable. <laughs> like I don't get that. Like just assume that you missed at least. 25% of the words in the spelling or you just you butcher well, the grammar he, he also missed 25% of the conversation obviously. oh he missed a lot he missed the 100% <laughs> of the point of the conversation too <laughs> and, I mean to be told if she says I, I will be happy for you if you find someone okay I can I can see if he's naive and she's like no I want to be with you but just give me time I can see that right but if she's like okay, like, I'd be, I'm not ready for this, don't wait for me, like, I'd be happy to see you, you with someone else. That's, like, that's, that's, she's spelling it out for it's you, It's really, it's really clear, because you don't, because if anything, she would be like, listen, like, I can't, I don't want to say that I want you to be with someone else, because I do have feelings for you, but I'm just not ready for that. But if she's like, I'm happy to see you with someone else, I want you to find someone else, she really wants you to find someone else. Yeah. Yeah. And so he basically just said, so yeah, it's not totally confirmed that she rejected me, um, but it's just a speculation now if she did politely reject me or not. So it, you th- do you believe it's that by her response that it's just speculation? It's not a speculation. <laughs> it is. It is. It is the law. He's pretty black and white there, buddy. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm I'm kind of slow when it comes to these things. I'll admit that. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I picked that up right away. I was like, oh, okay, this is what's going on. All right. And then the the, the, the guy re-answered and said, in telling, you that she pol- uh, in telling you that she politely rejected you, I know you don't want to hear it, but it's the truth. And so then he responds yet again with another paragraph that says, I mean, she told me that she thought this year she would be ready for the dating scene. Then she found out that she was a coward and she's not ready yet. <laughs> This is why we shouldn't be desperate. <laughs> this, this is why we shouldn't be desperate. And he'll, he'll let me tell you, he'll if he doesn't if he doesn't get over this and become a psycho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he'll he'll realize that. 
and be like, oh, okay, this is why we're not desperate. Yeah, because I hope or that he, he's, I he hope he's 14. Just... You know what I mean? Uh, I hope this kid is 14 too. and not like 27, you know, because that's scary. That's yeah. scary. Or like even I, I can see it if he's like late, uh, late teens, early 20s. If he yeah. doesn't have a lot of experience, okay, we'll we'll give you the pass. But like twenty, past twenty five. Once you're getting close on, up to thirty, it's just like that is really yeah. terrifying. That that you. I feel like autism. Is it just autism? I mean, is that all that is? Like, are we just are we bullying someone that's mentally challenged and has a crush on a girl that's not into him? Because that's kind of what it feels no, like. I don't. I don't think so. It feels like uh, inexperience. Yeah, and yeah. No father figure. No father figure, and uh, and probably uh, it. It really makes me think he watches a decent amount of weird porn. Why do you say that? I don't know. I just feel like with people like this, that that they can't believe that the girl would not be interested in them, and it's only ever watched porn where the girl is always into the guy and the weird looking guy i mean like i just when you see this i'm like okay they've ingrained in their head that the girl is supposed to be into them that's how it goes that's how the video goes is the girl is always into them and maybe i'm wrong i don't want to accuse this guy of interesting of partaking in it perspective that's no, we can accuse. Let's let's bully the shit out of him. Let's accuse. You probably watch. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> you probably watch hentai, you freak. Some child. He's like twelve. <laughs> he's like asking his teacher. She's like forty-seven. If she wants to go out on a date with him. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he goes. He goes. Well, for me, I believed her statement because I asked a lot of questions. Like I asked her if she was seeing other guys, and she said that Does there was. Does he not specify his age? No, he didn't on this one. He didn't on this one, which seems like pretty you standard procedure. You should go to his account. You should go to his account and see if he ever specifies his. I have to go find him. I have to go find him. Um, where is this? Uh, she said that there was no one else, and uh, there was no other guy that asked her out. Uh, there. Oh, there was one other dude who asked her out, and um. She went to go meet with him. Oh. Dude, then, she's yeah. being so upfront with you. Yeah, I know. that She's making it so very black and white. Like It's she's... not like she lied to you or anything. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, being, yeah. She's just like, okay, you can't expect guys communicate differently, and then women are also more vulnerable. Like, yeah. you could be this big dude who she's like, oh, if I reject him, he could hurt me. Yeah. If I and just I'm tell him no, right I don't to lie like you. To him, but yeah. also, like, let him down slowly. It's just, but it's tough when it when you have somebody else that you go on Reddit and you say, "I need to, I need answers here. I need to know if this girl is actually into me or if she's really rejecting me." And you ask, and every comment is like, "Yeah, dude, she's not into you." It's done. Call it a wrap. You should focus on someone else. And to battle it out with every single commenter that, no, I don't think so. Because she didn't actually say the words, I am rejecting you. Like, that's that's just like, ooh. Ooh, what do you even, what do you, you just wanted people to, to confirm that she was into you. And you couldn't imagine, you couldn't wrap your head around the fact that that might not be the case. Uh, but apparently she said that she also ghosted that guy and she told me that that guy was um 
told me the guy persevere message. Let's see if there's any other details in this that are worthwhile. We're in the last couple seconds. It's just really, boy, this. I, I also hope that he's 12 because if he's older than, if he's anywhere close to 20, this guy, the school system has failed him. And I believe that this kid must have been homeschooled, but still his well, mother father, has failed his him. His father has failed him. His father has certainly if failed him. If he's him. going to Reddit, if he's going to Reddit <laughs> for these questions, he does not have a father. He does not have right? a dad. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say like, oh, yeah. yeah, that for sure. Oh, man. Yeah, so basically, uh, and yeah, so I was really surprised she gave me a closure and her first time doing it because she told me, wow, he is really, like, I feel like it, I feel like partway through this, he just, like, started losing a battle to, like, whatever medication he's on, and he just started slowly <laughs> nodding in and out of consciousness and just kept, like, pushing his fingers down on the At keyboard. Midway through the story, he lost his battle to Oxycontin. <laughs> to Oxycontin, and it just he started to go into a, a quick doze. But um, yeah, and oh, dude, but the way the way he says basically was just that um, was that uh, she was super upfront and like told him that yeah, this guy asked her out and she re like ghosted him, rejected him, wasn't into it, and so then his last sentence is. Yeah, so I guess my crush really respects me and honors me. Oof. Mm. I mean, she did an honorable thing. Yeah, I'll, she I'll give him she that. didn't treat you like a piece of shit. She was very upfront. Like that's that. Uh, okay, she she gave you probably one of the best, like, the most closure you're gonna get. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, you you're lucky to get that in like when you're in a dating scene. Yeah, oh, 100%. this guy should feel grateful, bro. But you gotta feel you understand that the fact that she said brothers and sisters in Christ, you know that these people go to the same church, so that he she yeah. has to see him every single week, and like she didn't even but stay it, step bros in Christ. It's no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Step brothers in Christ. That would be a whole different thing. That would be a whole different thing. Like, oh, I see you. I see you. Now, now the question is though, is that say he still like continue? Because you know, I know that she wants him to pursue other women, but I, by the looks of this post, I doubt other women are pursuing him back. So I'm sure that he's still going to be left barren in the dating scene and is going to still have feelings for this girl. So is there a point where she needs to just be like, yo, this is, I am not into you. Like, listen, I'm just not, this, you're not my type, and I don't want this to go on anymore if he keeps pressing the issue. How do you go about it from here? Um, well, first of all, he needs to find a fatherly figure in his life. <laughs> uh, does, I think that's number one. So, Numero, so no. he can set him straight. Indeed. Because that's a great thing about dads is they'll just like be like, "Hey, this is yeah, I've experienced this. Yeah, fucking. Man this is how you up. do or don't handle <laughs> um, it. I think because I never had a father, but I, you know, I've had enough conversations with with older gentlemen that I, I that's kind of what I got from it. Um, I don't. Well, I don't know because this guy seems like he could tilt towards being a stalker. And that's the last thing you want to do. Yeah. Uh, just like up front be like, I don't like you because then he's just going to become obsessed. Well, I mean, I think maybe at that point, if you're in a church scenario where you have 
like especially in this place where this kind of guy needs a father figure if he does continue to press the issue then maybe go to somebody else and be like hey like this kid keeps doing this like can you have a conversation with him and like maybe take him under your wing and try to like help help him figure this shit out because he's just like knocking down my door left and right yeah hmm Either way, sad, sad stuff. Gotta love it. You know, you know, you just love a dose of that. That's just like a, yeah, fuck. That's like a bad but, fuck. You know, I, 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 I do hope he learns from this. It's gonna be painful, but it is. I hope he learns from it. I hope he takes well, the okay. comments to that's heart. Just, you, yeah, and there's no. You don't need to feel embarrassed. That's just a part of life. Um, I've got one more for you. And uh, I'm I'm very curious on what you think about this one. And this is written from the perspective of, well, it's from a guy. And it's probably from the perspective of a guy, as far as I can tell. And so this is his question. So you have two Christian guys. Would you rather date A, a man who is working two jobs, saving up for a house so that he'll be able to provide for his Christian family one day and has his life... (laughs) (laughs) Is this Is this me and you This is gonna be pitting the two of us Against each other right here I was gonna say This is It sounds like it's gonna be You and I against each other These are the two pillars Of Christian masculinity Is you versus me And I And I got a great answer Against me So continue please Um Okay, would you rather have a man who's working two jobs, saving up for a house so that he'll be able to provide for his Christian family one day, and his life is organized, but due to his workload, he can't attend church like he used to or be involved as much as he would like to be, or... That's not where I thought it was going, but okay. (laughs) Or... A man who is attending church regularly and is involved with his church, but who works as like a part-time door dasher with no ambition and his life isn't organized. I know most say guy A is the answer. However, reading the posts from women, they complain a lot about how, uh, how a guy isn't Christian enough. But what if he's not Christian enough because he's too focused? He's focused more on being able to provide and take care of his family one day. I mean, let's be honest here. The good Lord isn't handing out lottery tickets. We have, He's we, really not. We, he is not. We have, we have to be responsible and work hard for the things that we have and want as we pray for guidance for us to help us down the right path. What do you well, think is all, the right? This guy, this guy gets no action. He gets no play, <laughs> oh, and he's pissed nothing, about it. Nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> No, this guy it's is. That yeah, he's this, this guy's an incel. He's he's asking this question, but no girls are are approaching him. It's not like he's having to go out there and they're just like, "Damn, I'm really into you. You're just not quite Christian enough." No one is even into him to begin with. Yeah, this is sad. Um, I think it, and it really has nothing to do with Christ. I I hate to I hate to break it down for him this way, but are you fun? Yeah. Right? Because the guy with two jobs, the guy who's responsible, like, you want that later in life. Uh, oh, typically. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it just depends if you've been through a lot of trauma and you never had stability. Great. That's that's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Then then you're that's going to be so hot. You're crushing it. You're crushing but it. But for the tip, what? I said you're crushing it. Would you? But for, I, I, 
and I could be wrong, but I think for the typical person, right, when you're young, you want to have fun. You want to have experiences. And with someone who's working all the time, you're not going to – you're going to have money. Indeed. But you're not going to have those experiences. So with this kind of quote-unquote loser, he, you guys are going to fucking ball it up. And there's there's nothing more fun than being poor and using – your imagination and resources to do dumb shit. <laughs> to pretend as if Am you I were wrong? not poor. Am I wrong? No, I mean, I would definitely say, first of all, it is, it does, a lot of it does come down to that. Are you, are you fun to be around? Are you going to be fun to hang out with? If all you're doing is going 30 days, no days off, and you have nothing else to offer. I'm not saying you, you have something else to offer, Robert. Obviously, clearly, you're a fun time. You would make great threesome addition. I bet you would cut the shit out of somebody. You know, make, you'd make a great I'm a bowl. psycho. You make a great bowl yeah. in the bedroom. Um, but, but I think there are two things. I think one, girls also want to see where your priorities are. If your priorities are exclusively just working and it's not into having a good time with them and not into taking the time to have fun, then yeah, you're probably a little bit, you got the priorities mixed up a little bit there when you're, especially when you're entering the dating scene. But if it is the Christian thing where they're talking about you not prioritizing your faith, yeah, they probably just want to see, they want to see someone that works hard. I mean, why wouldn't you work? I mean, it's it's quite an extreme. I like that he set up the other option is a dude who's a part-time DoorDasher. He's not even full-time DoorDash. He's just part-timing it. Like, he's probably making like 60 bucks a week is what it seems like he probably, this description. He probably drinks caffeine, too. He, oh. pro- he spends all the money. He just DoorDashes so that he can afford Monster Energy. Yeah. And so, but if if that's what their concern is, is that then it's just they want to see your priorities. Are your priorities in line with theirs? If their faith is their number one priority, then they want someone that's that's got that in the same way. And also, if you don't want to prioritize anything over just working two jobs, getting after grindset mindset, and like if that's your thing, fine. But just assume you probably aren't going to have time for the bitches. You probably aren't going to pull any of the Christian hoes, and you know you're, you're going to have to and, settle and for also, just to her it. I, I would assume it translates to, oh, so if he only cares about work and doesn't have time for me, then he's not going to have time for the kids we want Yeah, or she wants. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and at the end of the day, you know. So guys, Lost for the Summer crew, go for go for the loser. Fuck, fuck the hard workers. <laughs> fuck the successful like people. Go Robert. for the deadbeats. <laughs> I love nah, this. I'm sick of, the, I'm I love sick this of this shit, I'm okay? sick of this shit. I'm sick you of this success shit. <laughs> nah. Nah, fuck that success shit. No go, one likes that. Fucking no go one for wants broke, that. all right? And also, you know, you know, God isn't handing out lottery tickets, but he has provide he has promised to provide you your daily needs, whatever that may be. Maybe that's not a lavish day. Maybe you didn't have surf and turf for lunch that day and you had a quick PB and J. Your needs is not a 50-foot yacht, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Your needs is not a Hellcat. <laughs> yeah, chill out, Jessica. So you, yeah, so you can stylishly bring your kids to soccer practice. Your your desperate needs is not Gucci and Prada. In Prada, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that uh, I think that maybe you uh maybe you have it a little bit confused. Yes, God isn't handing out new lift suspensions for your truck. But he is handing out food, water, and all that you need to sustain you for life. 
But but Ian, how how is she gonna get that Yukon that gets twelve miles to the gallon? <laughs> That's a, how are they gonna add on the second wing to the house? She needs that. <laughs> how can she? How can she? Okay, how can she spend five thousand a year on Starbucks? Listen, it's unreasonable. <laughs> how can you provide for a Christian family without Christian Dior? <laughs> oh, you want to hear a wild, uh, <laughs> wild thing I heard? I always do. I always do. I'm talking to this. I'm talking to this chick because you know chick. your boy works hard, and and he gets <laughs> any door dashes sometimes. Any door dashes. Your boy's a hybrid. Um, your boy's a piece of shit. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, so I was t- I was talking to this girl, and she was she was tell she makes you know she makes like twenty two dollars an hour, I think, right? All right. And, now, okay, I have a question for you. Uh, how old? First off, yeah. how old is she? My age. Okay. If you hear that somebody your age is making, you know, early twenties is making twenty two dollars yeah. an hour, what is your first thought about that? Like, is that like, oh, that's not bad for for where you're at, or is that like, I don't know, how do you feel about something like that? Uh, I I don't even like cons- like think you, you don't think about it. You don't think about it. Okay, no, I don't. I I really uh I I'd really try not to judge people on their yeah. finances because. It's it's like it's that doesn't make everyone like fulfilled. That's true. That's true. Or that's like maybe they have different priorities right now. So yeah, it's, it's just not what mattered to them. It's at that like moment. whatever. And plus, typically, at least for guys, I know it's different for women, but guys hit their financial peak much later in life. So it's like oh, okay, cool. Like I don't really care. Do they really? Uh, it's so their financial peak is typically forty-five to fifty. Typically. Their financial peak. Well, is that because now is the financial peak for men on average? It's probably higher than the financial peak for women. Uh, yes, much higher. So that that's probably why they hit it later. Yeah. Now the the women hit their financial peak much like sooner. Yeah. Or or like will make a lot more money younger than men, but men typically earn more long term. I see. I see. All right. So she's making twenty two an hour. Um. And we we're talking about coffee, and I was like, "Man, it's it's like ridiculous trying to buy coffee because uh, at least at like a shop because it's so damn expensive." Yeah. Um. I was like, I I got a I got an espresso machine and uh, some like uh, coffee stuff so I can save uh, my money. I'm like, because I don't want it. It's like seven dollars for a drink now. Like, oh no, no it's crazy gonna, it's crazy yeah i'm not gonna spend that money that's insane um so we're talking about that and she's like yeah and she's like well she's like let me think and so she started she brought up the calculator and she started doing that dude she spends forty six hundred dollars a year on coffee i was like what forty six hundred is a bit that's a yeah, bit and i and i did say i was like and you wonder why you can't afford a house yeah, right. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot to think about the small purchases that you're okay with. It's not just the the the, the purchases here and there, but the small ones that you're okay with making on a regular basis. Like people yeah, that that, that part- they, those really get you. Like if you partake in like nicotine products, if you added up the amount of money that you spend on that in a year, it is so astronomical. 
Like, at, there was one point where I was buying these disposable vapes that lasted, literally each one lasted about a day. It was probably like a day's worth. And they were like $8 a piece. And I was buying one a day. Jeez. Oh, yeah, that's it's probably around five grand a year, right? I mean, well, let me see what that would add up to. I'm going to do that math real fast. Let's see what eight day. It's a uh, $320 a month, so it would be close to four grand a year. Damn, four grand. That's so much money to just be throwing out the fucking window. You're just inhaling into your lungs and killing yourself with. Yeah, that's a... Uh, that's a lot. That's a lot. lot. Damn. But hey, no judgment. No judgment. Yeah, hey, no judgment zone here, okay? We're a Planet Fitness. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Fitness Podcast. <laughs> Where everything's purple and we don't judge anybody. Until we do. Until we do. Damn, Robert. Well, <clears throat> on that note, what is uh what has been on your mind over the last uh the last two weeks since the last pod uh, we did together? <laughs> what is what what now, excuse me? <laughs> I said threesomes now. Threesomes. Uh, threes uh what's been on my mind? Um fat chicks that get Botox and then <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about that, to be honest. Uh, it's really confusing. And it then, is really confusing. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's like, what are you polishing off? <laughs> You're already swollen. <laughs> it's like you put a fresh coat of wax on a rusted out Mazda truck. It's like, dude, it's, it the door great. has got a hole in it. Why did you wax the hood? Oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Love it. The let's see, the other hmm, other oh, it's been on my mind. I think just like uh, life endurance. You said that last podcast, and I've been yeah. thinking about like just having that mental fortitude and life endurance. Yeah, I don't know. I've just been contemplating it. Now, how does how does life endurance look for you? I mean, thirty days no breaks is is uh, take some life endurance. But um, is I'd there like anything go, else? My goal is a hundred hundred days no breaks. And really, take a day off. But we'll see. And you're gonna take one day. Well, okay. Well, are are you planning on visiting any time? I mean, how many? Yeah, how, no, no, hundred I, days. I would take is... more than a day off. I would take more than one day. Off. Okay. Cool. Cool. cool yeah. Cool, cool. <clears throat> no, so I'm, I'm so basically, I've got what two more months. Two and a half more months before you're gonna you're gonna come to visit at least because that's got to hit the full hundred. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm thinking uh towards end end of July. Oh yeah. I mean I will. Well I will. Maybe if I'll you're be, if you're back. Maybe not. I'll be back home. It's July. Oh, my mom texted me the dates. I'll tell you after the podcast, but um. Yeah, we can work that out. But. I would, I would love to spend my birthday in California. That would be dope. That would be dope. Not drugs. I'm not doing drugs. No, 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 no. Def, definitely, definitely not. Certainly not. Not partaking any of the fun guys. We're not a couple fun guys over here. Like we're just gonna hang out. We're just no. gonna do some regular. Your boy doesn't. Your boy doesn't bust it down for a real one. No, 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 no cap, no cap. Certainly no caps. You know what I mean? No mushroom caps. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Got him. Got him. Um, yeah, for me, it's it's kind of in the same thing. Uh, I don't remember if I mentioned this uh, if I mentioned this on the last episode that we did, but um, 
I've been working on just trying to actively not think about how I feel. And uh, mm-hmm. I I feel like it's such a it's it's one of the biggest downfalls in my life and causes of me to fail in so many areas is thinking about how I feel spending each moment of my day concerned about how I feel like damn Darth, I really don't feel like I want to get out of bed oh I'm so tired I just oh, man I really wish I could just sleep for x amount of more minutes maybe I could just call and just tell them I'll be a little late I don't I don't really want to read this morning so maybe I'll just pray and then just skip that and I don't really want to get on the floor and have to do any of the stretches that I've been. It's just, I don't know about that. And like, man, I really don't. And then the whole drive to work, you're just dreading the fact that you don't want to be at work. And it's just like, that sounds terrible. I just don't feel like doing this. And what feels, what sounds good? Oh, maybe like a McDonald's sandwich. Does that sound like it would kind of make me feel a little better? And And it's just this whole, every moment of your day can kind of get into this. You're so consumed about how you feel how what you're doing is making you feel and what would make you feel better right then. And I feel like it's driven so much of my addiction. It's driven so much of my poor choices where I'm just like, I need something to uplift. Like I needed nicotine constantly because I needed that. So when I thought about how I felt and how I felt wasn't good, I could think about how I was going to feel when I got to go hit my vape or go smoke a cigarette. And I was like, oh, that is going to feel good. That is going to make me feel good. And so one of the things that have kind of opened my eyes to that is going for runs. And so now that I've been trying to run regularly, I uh, I realize that the biggest, the biggest thing that will kill my run is if I start thinking about how I feel. And if I think about how far I have to run still and how tired I might be in that moment, I'm like, oh, but I'm already, my knee is kind of sore. And, oh, I feel like I'm already really out of breath. And like, I, am I even going to make it? That's like three more blocks. Like, am I even going to make it three more blocks? Like, what is, I'll just walk. I could just walk now. Like, what was the big deal if I would take a little break for a second? And like, when everything is about how I feel, it just kills my motivation to keep going. And so I need to just run. And, and when I go for my runs, I just, I try to, usually I just pray and I'm just trying to focus on what is going on around me, being very grateful for the world around me, grateful for the things that have been happening in my life, trying to just think about good things that have been taking place that I can thank God for, or just talk out different things that have nothing to do with running, you know? And it's not just yeah. distraction, but it's just I not thinking about myself. Like, let me just think about something else. Like, why do I have to spend my whole day worried about me and how I feel? How is this conversation making me feel? I don't really want to talk to this person. I don't even like this person. And I'm going to be all rude to them just because what I don't feel like I want to speak with them as much as they want to speak with me. And it's just, it's such like a self-absorbed little pity party you throw all day about your feelings. And so I'm just trying to like, it feels so, it's, it's the biggest, I don't know, most detrimental thing I think that I've been I've allowed to happen in my life for a long time. And so I kind of need to do that. And you're somebody that I look at as like someone that can turn off their feelings in a in a in a moment to be like, hey, I it doesn't matter how I feel right now. I'm doing this. And I'm going to turn off that thought of it doesn't I'm not gonna even concern myself with how I feel physically or mentally because this is the task at hand and this is what needs to get done. So I kind of need to try to adopt that ability to turn that off, but then to almost stay in a constant state of not just keeping just keeping it off like it just doesn't matter that much how i yeah. feel yeah you you uh you you tell that that bitch to get in the back 
you Indeed. never listen to that inner bitch. Yeah. You just tell him to get in the back. Nah, get in the back. We 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 ain't dealing with you today. We got other stuff to, to take care of. Mm, I like it. That's awesome. That's a really good uh good good to be on your mind. Yeah. It's a nice uh it's definitely it's it's hard, but it makes life so much easier in the long run. Like oh, the days feel so much shorter. Hard. They feel they so much less like miserable because you're not just focused on how miserable you feel. Yeah. But um. Yeah. Cool. You being mature as shit. Look at that. Hey, we we trying. We trying. We trying. Twenty twenty three. We trying to come up. We on um. You know, we taking we taking after 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 broke boy Bobby. We listen to all the advice given on the Lost for the Summer podcast. And if you love this Lost for the Summer podcast and the beautiful dating advice and work advice and threesome relationship cuckold advice that we give from time to time. I feel like I feel like you and I have given solid advice on, on this episode. No, this oh yeah, we've laced them with a few like life lessons that definitely is gonna take pondering. Like you guys should be mulling shit over that we said. Like there was so much knowledge and wisdom just kind of sprinkled in there, like nonchalantly. That, um, yeah, I did. I did 17 years of hard trauma got, to, to, to really give you guys good answers. So you guys better you be fucking answers. grateful, okay? You pieces of shit. They took my life away. You ungrateful they fucks. They took my freedom. They took my family. They took my virginity. They took everything. They split me mentally. Oh, boy. Damn. Well, on that note, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Lost for Some of the Podcast. Another remote episode with Broke Boy Bobby himself. That Robert. went smoothly. Can I hit it with this little sign-off? A little bit of a little bit of live long? A little bit of die young? Oh, oh, oh. We'll see you next week. We out. <laughs>